podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everyone and welcome to Club Deck Corner here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. This week, Met Motherwell, midfield muddle, missing defenders and midweek preview of the Dundee game. I am your host Scott Carney and joining me is Alistair Pearson first of all. Ali, how are you mate? Yeah, not too bad. Looking forward to getting back to Ibrooks at the the weird time of quarter past eight tomorrow night, which is a bit bizarre. Um, And obviously the game Saturday, so I... Two home games in the space of a few days, so looking forward to the, the Premier Sports Cup. And I've already forgot what that company's called that are buying them. What they called? Did you see that? Oh, the some streaming Swedish service. Yeah. Ah, it's like a Swedish mobile buying them. I've already forgot their name. How bad is that? But yeah, and not for like quarter past eight. Weird one. And Ryan, hey, Mark, how are you, mate? Oh, yeah, I'm good, Mr. Scott Carney. Um, <laughs> Well, I'm all right, actually. I've got a bit of man flu this week, so I'll try not to cough my way through this pod. I think before we started recording, I coughed out New Year's there. Forgot to mute myself, but I will try my best not to cough my way through this. That's all right, mate. Uh, that's all right. So, yes, tonight, um, yeah, we'll go through the Morrow game, um, speak about a few other things. And then obviously we'll preview the Dundee game um, at the end. Just before I start, I uh, just need to give a shout out to Dundee Taylor yet again for the amazing support and buying the pod three coffees. Really do appreciate it, mate. Thank you very much. Always good to message message you back and forward. And uh, just a shameless plug, please do uh, subscribe to the channel and like the video. Also leave your comments on the opinions and your opinions of what we're going to discuss tonight. Additionally, if you'd like to go a step further to support the pod, you can join the YouTube channel uh, by becoming a member for as little as 99p a month. You can also buy the podcast a coffee and join the Coffee Buying Legend membership via buymeacoffee.com. All the links for that are in the description for this podcast. So gentlemen, we will start with May at Motherwell. Uh, Rangers managed three points against Murrow and very little else. Uh, a moment of magic from Tillman and a deflected effort from Lundstrom from a corner of all things got Rangers 2-0 up before a bit of a freak goal. Um, let Motherwell pull one back, but we did manage to see it out. So I done a reaction pod after the game, got some criticism for it due to my negativity on the performance. Uh, and not that I feel that I really need to defend my, my own opinions on, on things, but I slightly hung over, had a bit of a sore head and Rangers made my sore head a little bit worse, uh, so maybe I was a wee bit too harsh but I'd be interested to see what the, the guys think, uh, and even if I was over the top I still think the performance didn't answer any questions at all about this Rangers team, about our style about our desire, about our mentality, pretty much everything in my opinion, had left uh, yeah, very little questions answered, um, so you Ryan, Ali, you were both at the game, um, so I'm interested to see what you have to think. Of. So, Ali, what was your thoughts um, from the stands on the overall performance? I thought it was a fantastic performance for Rangers for the full <laughs> 90 minutes. No, jokes, <laughs> jokes, jokes aside, jokes, <laughs> jokes aside, um, now I listened to your post match, Garney, and I, I agree with you, to be honest. Um, being there watching the flesh, me and Ryan, the first half was woeful to say the least. The negative balls, 
uh, no movement in the midfield. Me and Ryan were turning, looking at each other, going, "Oh God, not today, not today." Um, <laughs> it was um, that first half was awful, Carney. And we, what we wanted for Rangers was a reaction from during the week, and we didn't get it. Didn't get it at all. The only the only upside I would say was Motherwell were absolutely awful. If that was a yeah. decent team we were playing against, I think we would have been in trouble at the weekend. Um, first half, I there was I'm trying to think of any positives in the first half. There wasn't much to be honest at all. Um, a couple of chances in the first few kind of minutes. Tillman had a good chance, but I remember he should have done better with. But no, it's negative for me. And it's again, me and Ryan are talking to each other in the stands because what, what's the philosophy? I don't know. The only positive I could say in the game was there was a 20 minute spell where we got the two goals where I thought we played better, but then we fell back into the lull again of pissing about. Um, the only positive was just three points. We're, we're down to the bare bones with this squad at the moment. Scott Arfield, three games in a week, whatever it was, can he do that? Which was proven. Tillman was a positive playing where he should be. It was a good goal by him, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'll probably come on individual players, whatever. But um, no, overall, it wasn't great, to be honest. But the only positive was it's three points, and I'll take that. Yeah, Ryan, it is, we, maybe my reaction was a wee bit over the top. And people are going to view it different ways. Like they'll say, oh, it's a, a tough place to go to, to etc. Then Rangers managed to get the three points. And reflection that's probably correct and again in reflection based on where we are domestically it's not a terrible result we've 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 got three points it's all that matters we keep the gap the same and we roll on from it but i do think we were quite right to criticize what i think i'm quite right in criticizing the way i did because of what we witnessed midweek and we were all expecting a performance do I need to alter my expectations, mate? And is Ali correct that we are down to the bare bones and we might need to muddle through for the next little while? I, I think you're spot on. I think you're spot on, mate. I was, the first half especially, I was disgusted with the team again. And it worries me that they perform like that. If that's supposed to be a reaction or a team trying or trying to put things right, they come out in the press conference after excuse me, after the, the Liverpool game and they say they want to put things right and the only way to do that is to put get a result on Saturday, get a performance in on Saturday, eh, sorry, Sunday. And um, it's it's the it's Rangers we've seen all season. It's, uh, it's the old, it reminds me if you've ever had an old car and your, your dashboards, all lights are coming on left, right and centre and you're just hoping it gets you to, to the next destination before you need to take it to the garage and that's the way I see it with Rangers. They keep getting you to the shops just now and they keep getting you back to your house, but you know one day you're going to have to take it into the garage. And it's it's brutal. I'll be honest with you. I'm they're grinding me down at the moment. And yes, it, I sound negative, but I thought you were spot on, mate. And yeah, Ali makes a point that we are down, we're down a few players. Well, quite a few players at the moment. That's not the reason for me. That's not the reason. I've seen this performance against Livingston away in the first game of the season. I've seen it at Hibs. I've seen it at Ibrox against Dundee United at home. I've seen it against Celtic. I've seen it against Napoli to a degree. And I've certainly seen it against Liverpool and I've seen it again against Motherwell. This is this is our philosophy as we grind. We're slow on passing. We don't really have a kind of game plan. But we're getting through at the moment. And if that continues, then okay. But for me, I'm at 
far past concerned, mate. Far past concerned. This team, there's something not right with the team because I think I texted you, or I texted the group chat on Sunday and I said, and I'm not reminiscing about Gerard because Gerard, the time Gerard left was it was the right time to go. But when Gerard had a bad result, he always got a reaction out of the team. The following game, they always come out and looked as if they were trying to make something happen. I did not see an ounce of that from that that team on Sunday. They looked as if they, were, they didn't believe they could win that game on Sunday, and I was I was surprised we won it. Yeah, um, again, I, I can't disagree. And even as I say, I have watched the back and the the first half. Gen, apart from the Kent early chance where he probably should hit it first time, and the Tillman um, effort that he should probably score from. Let's not lie. This first half is. It's nothing, like absolutely nothing. There is, it's one of the worst halves of football you're, you're more than likely to see. There was just nothing there. There was no real shape from us, no real, I mean, we tried long balls, we tried working it down the side, nothing was coming off. Uh, uh, everybody taking the safe option and everybody looks like they don't want to take risks just now and they're, they're, they're kind of scared of the scrutiny, but it's not really what should be happening in my opinion, especially after the back of the, the such a poor, poor result on, on Wednesday. I expected so much more and yeah, I'm kind of glad you used to slightly agree agree with me. Um, Ali, one moment of magic though um, from Tillman, really, to, to kind of spark us into some form of life. This is an incredible goal, mate, and who would have thought it, mate, that he's not a wide right player? <laughs> he was woeful the first half though, but he can, put in, he, he can be put in with the rest of them, to be honest. Because yeah. me and Ryan both turned to each other and says, what's happened to Tillman in the second half? Looks like somebody's gave him a shake in the, the dressing room because he, that goal aside, he was he was actually putting himself into challenges at points, Carl, and winning the ball back. And mm-hmm. I honestly thought somebody had grabbed him at halftime and went, I mean, Ryan both said it to each other, that somebody said to him, look, if you want to play in this team, you need to start showing it or you're not going to play here. And he came out and did. Great goal by him. You could probably say Motherwell. I mean, he's got about four or five players around him as he's running. One of them's got to just take him down. If that's the other way around and that's a Motherwell player running, I'm saying take that boy out of the game. They didn't. Then he gets into the box. I think he's going to slip it to, I think it was Matondo on the right. It was a great finish by him. It was fantastic. But that's what he should be playing. We've said it for God knows how long. If you're going to play him, play him in a position, not out in this wide right who we keep tinkering with all the time. But... um, yeah, we need to. He's another one that we need to now persist with there because we don't have any creativity. Obviously, young Lowry's not far away, but in terms of that, we don't have anyone else in the middle of the park that has, that can do that. And he's the only guy. So for me, we need to persist with him in that uh, position. But I'm just hoping it gives him a bit of confidence going forward. But it was a, it was a fantastic goal, and it was probably the type of goal that we were. <laughs> the only type of goal we would have scored, to be honest, because he kind of lit it up a wee bit, and we we started to play after that. I mean, it was only for about ten minutes after that, but um, it was uh, no, it was a fantastic goal by him. Yeah, uh, Ryan, it, it was a great goal by him, and I think. Look, Rangers fans are desperate to hang their hat on something right now. We're desperate for that person to to do something, to take hold. I'm not going to say it's going to be Tillman because we've seen what has happened to him previously. However. There is no doubt there is potential there. And yes, Motherwell should do better. They should. But I think I will have to agree with Ali that in order for us to get anything out of these players, we have to persist with them. And I'll even fling in Matondo into that, who I think the last two starts he's had, he has been 
awful, like truly awful. However, if the sustained run in the team is going to help these players, then we're going to need to stick with it, especially if it's our philosophy just is we'll just go long enough and score enough goals just to beat teams. Yeah, I think Tillman's goal was refreshing in terms of it broke the mould of what we do in terms of the, sho- the shoehorn football constantly and the passing ball back and the negative passing. And it's he's just went for it and hopefully it gives him a bit of confidence and hopefully it, it lets players see, like Ken, if you want to call them flair players, I don't know, but let's just say Ken and Matondo and Tillman, players like that, that yes, it is that easy in Scottish football that you can probably run through players like this because... Let's be honest, these, the standard isn't that great in the SPFL. But I, I totally agree with Ali that Tillman the first half was, again, a, close to that Parkhead performance where he was a disgrace. There was a ball up in the air where he decided not to jump for it. And um, he stuck his leg out. And I'd, I've never seen anything like it in my life. If one of my sons did that on a Saturday, the, I would put the windows up in the car on the way home and I'd give them an absolute ear blast and uh, it was something special to see but I agree with Ali I think somebody's, I think somebody's gave him a kick up the, the peanuts because he started challenging for balls and you do want that kind of, not, it wasn't a magic moment but somebody just to grab the game by the scruff of the neck and go do you know what I'll just go myself then and he has he's done that and he scored the opening goal for us which we much needed and yeah I agree with both of you. I think we need to persevere with both him and Matondo. Whether they're shown us or not, they obviously have some sort of talent or they wouldn't assign them. There's no doubt about that. Tillman, you can tell, is a young boy. He's probably nowhere near the level, but similar to Arteta when Arteta came here. Arteta came here because he was soft and he had to get toughened up a bit and shown that side of his game. It was probably vital to the rest of his career when he went to, to Everton and Arsenal and Wherever, he went, wherever else he went. And I think I see that with Tillman. I think that he's got a lot to learn. He's not anywhere near the finished article. He's got a lot to learn. And this is probably a great place for him to learn it. Um, whether we reap the benefits of that, I don't know. But yes, I would I would persevere with both of them at the moment. I think I don't think we'd really be left with an option as well just now is that we need to do something um, to, to, to try. And I mean... Motherwell were probably just as shocked the fact that we decided that a player decided to run at them because it's something we've just not been doing. So they're probably going, what do we do now? Because there's a guy trying to take us on and we've not done, we've not seen this from the Rangers sides. Not not in um, not in um, Saturday anyway, but just uh, Sunday even. There was just nothing, there was nothing there. And yeah, but I mean, we got there in the end. We did get there in the end. Um, Ryan, I'll come back to you. Um, it brings me on to the midfield kind of conundrum that we find ourselves in due to injuries and probably lack of recruitment as well to a certain extent. Uh, but one man in particular is uh, John Lundstrom. I want to speak about and kind of gotten at Scotia's, not here because Scotia's been desperate to to speak about him. Um, is he shit out of form right now or is he getting asked to do too much? And is the him doing too much a kind of lack of direction and all tying into our lack of identity as well. I think it's I think it's twofold with uh, with Lundstrom. I think he is out of form, really badly out of form, like many players at the moment. But I think he also looks so burned out. He looks really really tired when he's running. When he loses the ball and he's chasing mm-hmm. someone, 
you can see he's emptied the tank. The head goes down as if I need, I'll just need to run. And you can see he just looks shattered. Whether that, I don't know whether that's last season or what it is, but he looks as if he needs a rest. And I would rest him, Carney. I think Lundstrom, he's a great player for us in terms of what he does. He tidies up in front of the defenders. I see us. I think we've got different players that can do that. I can see Stephen Davis do that. I can see Charlie McCann doing it. Ryan Jack's obviously injured at the moment, but I do think we've got other players that can do it. I would be saying to him, put my arm around him and saying, listen, it's not happening for you. You know it's not happening for you. We've tried to let you play out a play out a bad form, but he just looks as if he needs a rest. And he might benefit from that, just getting that bit of rest. I think that will start tomorrow night. I don't expect to see him start the game tomorrow night. So I think he'll get a rest tomorrow night. But I wouldn't play him on Saturday either, Carney. Um he is he's been very poor recently, but and, and Scotch is right to call him out because he has given a lot of balls away. But I, I can, again, look kind of the same sense of, of Ryan Jack. It's like watching your dog dying. You feel sorry for him because you know you know the heart's there with Lundstrom. You know the effort's there with Lundstrom. And it's the same with Jack. But with Lundstrom, I think you're going to get a second win with him. So I think he needs a spell out of the team at the moment. Yeah, um, I do agree. I think I've just, there's a few times you've seen him and it's not even that late into the game, and it's head down stuff, like I just need to make this run, and it's kind of worrying, whether, I don't know if he's carrying something or whatever, I don't know, but his form hasn't been great, Ali, has it? I mean, some of his passes in particular are so far off the mark. Yeah, he kind of <clears throat> symbolises Rangers at the moment, to be honest, John Lundstrom, mm. because he's uh, he was a good player for us to... The tail end of last season, and we, we all had them written off last Christmas. This time last year, we had them written off. If we look, if we look back in the archives, um, and he came on good as of the the, the turn of the new year and that Europa League run, and he was brilliant. But this season, along with lots of other players, um, now nah, he's been he's been off it. He does look leggy. His passing, in particular, is shocking. He, young King got that booking on the back of Lundstrom. Um, I thought at the time he was lucky, King, when I. When I seen him go for that boy looking back, I, th- I think the yellow's just right. Um, but he's done a few passes like that, Lundstrom, and, and put us up shit creek a few times. And um, well, I he sold, I, he sold, he sold King down the street with that pass. Yeah, he really did. He sold, yeah, he sold somebody else not that long ago. I'm sure it was a, one of the goalkeepers at one point. He's done the same. Um, ah, he's not been great, but he, he's he's never present in that midfield. It's him plus whoever. And we've tinkered mm-hmm. with this midfield umpteen times this season. A lot of time because of injuries, but it's always him plus two others. And it's never really a settled midfield. We've not been able to have a settled midfield. Um, but yeah, I agree with Ryan. I don't expect him to play tomorrow night. And yeah, against Livingston the weekend, yeah, you could afford to rest him again probably. Steve Davis, a guy who can come in and do that job, take the ball off the back line and dictate the play. So... Yeah, I, I think he needs a rest. I, I think the major thing is I think we need to get to this World Cup break, which isn't that far away now, four weeks away, in touching distance, where we are at the moment, and give these guys a rest and come back refreshed. That's 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 the target for us moving forward. Yeah, and it has been a hectic schedule. And before X says in, I'm not writing off John Lundstrom. He's like one of my favourite players now. Do you know what I mean? Like, I am not writing the guy off, but he, he's not been in the greatest of form. And whether he's getting dragged down by the rest of them, I suppose, is open for debate. But I, I do feel like he, he could be doing with just a, a bit of time. And look, as well, 
from what we know of John Lundstrom and the way we hear him talk, um, where he's from, etc., he probably feels a quite a lot of responsibility within the team and within that midfield of, I need to hold this together. I need to be the one that is shown to be that ever present. And I don't really, I don't envy him for that. And he's probably looking around him and seeing everybody dropping like flies and going, well, if any more get injured, <laughs> they're, they're literally going to need me to do two jobs. So um, I suppose I can feel sorry for him to a certain extent, but I just brought it up because Scotia has been going on about it for a, for a while. Um, Gio at his press conference, Ryan, was asked today um, about the upcoming transfer window and where he sees the need to strengthen. And he said it would depend who we have fit. Now, even if we do get back Jack, which I doubt, Hadji, Lawrence, I still expect at least one more to come in and replace, or maybe not replace, but to support the likes of Arfield, the likes of Davis, who we have seen with our own eyes now, they cannot do three games in seven days. So do you agree with that? I suppose arguably Jack can't do that either because he's injured again. So... What do you agree? Do you think even if we do have all these players back, we still need at least one midfielder to come in and start? Oh, aye. You'd be worried if I said we didn't need another midfielder. <laughs> um, <coughs> no, Hadji and even Jordan Rosser can come back for, for the dead and play, mate, and I'll still <laughs> think we need a midfielder. Um, I, I, it kind of worries me. I, this is no... No heart with Van Bronckhorst, it's just because Rangers aren't playing well at the moment. I tend not to watch the press conferences because I get wound up at the, the kind of media trained answers. So I didn't see it. But um, I would fully expect him to be looking to sign a couple of midfielders. Definitely centre midfielders anyway. Someday box to box. Again, the, well, we've been looking for that for about four years, haven't we? So I would definitely looking for him to bring in a couple of midfielders. The concern there is there, mate, that whether the board are going to do that, support them or not to do that, or whether the money's there, or there just seems such a disconnection between him and the, him and the board. It's very clear to see. And quite a few people are now talking about, there's a guy talking to me about the, at the game on Sunday, and he was right, I've heard a few people say this. I find it bizarre we've not got one Dutchman on our team. I thought mm. when Van Brockhorst came here that we'd, especially Dave Voss, he was obviously head of the Ajax Youth Academy. I expected them to bring in some Dutch talent or some some Dutch players who would possibly want a backdoor into an English English game. There doesn't seem to be any sign of that, any sign of any players like that coming. There must be players who want to play under Van Bronckhorst, who has played at the top level. Um, a European football, he's won all the big trophies. There must be players who want to play under him and... It'll be interesting to see what he does in in, in the tra- there's a transfer window in January or is it brought forward because January. of the World Cup? Oh, January. Is it January? Right. Um, it'll be interesting to see who comes in in January, but I think midfield is a critical target, a critical area for us, mate, to recruit in. Yeah. I, I agree. Obviously, that's what, hence why I brought it up. Ali, what do you think about the, the midfield? We will come on and speak about other, another area shortly. So, um, do you agree, though, that we're going to need we're going to need somebody? Because if we do rely on this, and I mean, the chances are we're going to pick up another injury, injury along the way. Um, and again, we don't know how long Jack's out for. But we, we know from experience that it's never usually short term. It's usually kind of mid to long term with, with Jack. So, I would still like to think, no matter even if we do have all these players back, that we're still in the market to do something about this midfield. 
Yeah, I agree with Ryan. I think I think we need two two midfielders. Because um, you when you get Hadji, who's apparently coming back next year, but what's he going to be like? Because he's been out for a year, over a year. Part of a year, aye, yeah. And we've yeah. seen what happened to Catch when he came back after his cruciate ligament. Um, he was shipped down long because he, he wasn't the same player again, and obviously his left Rangers now Catch. So just need to hope Hadji comes back, you know, like the player he was. Um, that's a long time out of football. Um, so you can kind of write him off to an extent. And then, yeah, you've got your old guard at the moment of, of Arfield, Davis and Jack, who's injured again. So, Kamara, still there. Kam- Kamara, <laughs> who I don't want to be <laughs> there anyway, regardless he's if checked he's injured out. or yeah, not. Aye. He's yeah. another one. So I forgot about Kamara there. Um, so, yeah, for me, two midfielders. Tom Lawrence is the big, massive miss for us at the moment. I hope Lowry, I heard he's getting minutes with the B team today, can potentially come back before the World Cup and give us a wee boost in that area of the park. Because he's a guy that'll he'll light up a game and he'll light up us in the crowd as well, which will then hopefully spark the team. We don't have that at the moment. Um, so, yeah, I agree with Ryan. Two midfielders for me in January. It's critical. If we don't go out and get anyone in January, especially that area of the park, oh, I don't know what they see. I don't know what they see because everyone that I listen to, all the podcasts, are all saying the same thing. We need to recruit that midfield. And we should have done it over a year ago and look where we're at now with these yeah. guys, Arfields, Davises, and Jacks. And that's no disrespect to them, but they should have been replaced and we haven't done it. Uh, there's no place to be sentimental, really, with, with, with certain players now. We're, we're at the point where we have to, we really have to look towards the future and the present at the same time. Uh, but I think as well, Lawrence, it's the biggest, biggest kind of credit you can have. And I know it's easy to, it's easy to make players better than they actually are in your head um, when they're not there. But I do think Lawrence has been a huge miss since he's been out because we don't have that presence. We don't have that presence. The box, the box that we kind of wanted, and he's maybe not quite box to box, but he's still in the final third. Especially, he wasn't scared to shoot, wasn't scared to take somebody on, and we are we're in, in bad need for that. Uh, Ali, I'll come back to you. Uh, Golden has been confirmed now. Obviously, he's out for months. We don't know how long the months are. Um, he's added to the ha, ha, added to Hollander and Suter with a sustained period out the team. So as well. Do you do Rangers are kind of left without an option now? But do Rangers just continue to stick with King and Davies, um, with the backup being um, Sands, and hope that Suter, Golden, Holander all make a, a bit of recovery? Um, or do you think we again we're coming up to the window? Do we need to recruit in them spaces? Because yeah, I know Suter they're hoping that they've got to the bottom of his injury. However, he is still injury prone. He's an injury prone player. He kind of always has been his whole career. And considering Hollander's lost in IKEA somewhere, so we don't know where he's ever going to be back. So do Rangers have to recruit, or do you? Well, would would you recruit, or do you think the board will just sit tight and hope somebody comes back fit? I would have went out and got a free agent for the centre-half position. There must be centre-halves out there at the moment that could come in and do a job. I'm not saying start for Rangers, but as a backup. The thing that worried me um, with Van Bronckhurst was he came out and he, I think he was asked a question. Are you, uh, this was not the press conference there that about a week ago. He was asked about it. Would you go and um, look for a, an emergency signing, basically, a guy in a free contract? 
And he went, no, because we've got three natural centre-halves. And I thought, James Sands is not a natural centre-half. No. He thinks he's a natural <laughs> centre-half. Honestly, we're, we're, in the diff- we're in different pages here because that worried me. Worried me big style. Um, it's, it's the biggest Rangers thing ever. We finally got a settled partnership with Goldson and Davies. And the one guy that never gets injured gets injured. I mean, you, honestly, it could only happen to us. Um, but we're only really going with King and Davies, and you're hoping there's not an injury there because, let's be honest about it, Sands has filled in and he's, he's done all right at times, but he's not a centre-half. As much as Gio says he's a natural centre-half, he's he's not. I don't know what he's looking at. So for me, I would have went and looked in the market. I floated a name to you, Carney. In fact, you said the same name to me back. Um it was Gary Cahill, because I, I knew he was available. He was playing last season in the Championship, I think. Just somebody to give us a bit of insurance, if you know what I mean, on the bench in case something does go tits up. Because we're going from now till till January with with King and Davies, basically, and Sands as a backup. Lundsum potentially could play in there too, but again, he's, he's not a centre-back. So, yes, I would go out and get a, a free agent at the moment just to tide us over. Yeah, Ryan, obviously... Uh... Leon King spoke to the the press today as well, and don't get me wrong, the boy said all the he said all the right things. Um, he said, I, "I only see this as the start of me getting thrown into the team at a young age. I'm a Rangers fan, so it's amazing. I'd like to stay at Rangers for as long as possible, which is all well and good, and it's no disrespect to the lad at all. He is only eighteen, though. Do you know what I mean? It's a it's a big it's a big job for him to step up and to consistently perform, especially with." Guys that he's maybe not played a lot of football with. So, are you on the of the opinion of with Ali that we should we should put? I know it's all if spots and maybes depending on how long players are out for. But would you think we'll need to we'll need to strengthen at centre half as well? Hundred percent, hundred percent. If 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 Leon King did get a red card on or a Sunday, then that's you. You're down to Sands and. Yeah, you're down to Sands and Davies. I think we definitely need to look at getting an centre half, and this is where people will say, and this is where, and you know, he deserves it, the criticism of Geo for letting Balogun go. Yes, Balogun wasn't, he's all of a sudden became this, I don't know, Virgil van Dijk type player, which he was not. He was a good player, but he wasn't anywhere near as good as he's become since he left. But it'd be just, you would feel so much better going into games if. You knew you had Balgan there on the bench, or he was there to play, play as well um, as a as a backup. I think, yeah, we've slipped up at, at centre half as well. It doesn't look great. If he did, if Gio's not going to look at bringing someone in, I'm concerned. And if Goldson is, they've not said how long. They just said months, didn't he? Didn't actually nail it down to be weeks months. back in yeah, January. Just, just months. months, which is very, it's not very detailed for us, is it? So months is. 12 months, is it? 12 months, 11 months, it could be anything. But um, my point is, we've, we've got so much football to play. And yes, I like Leon King. And yes, I think Ben Davies is looking looking good. But Ben Davies is settling in. And he's also a slight concern about his, his fitness because it took him so long to get up to speed. So I'll be honest, mate, the centre-half position, I'm, neg- I'm going to be negative again. It doesn't fill me with optimism and I don't feel confident going to into big games with those two as a centre-half pairing at the moment. So, yeah, I think we look very short at centre-half. 
as well, play devil's advocate here, Gio has been very unfortunate with injuries, right? There is no doubt about that the amount of injuries he's had to go through. It's, it's, it's almost unheard of. We've, we've not been used to it. And Ali's spot on when he says we, we get a centre-half pairing of Golden and Davies. Looks apart. Both of his Golden all of a sudden is up in his game. We're like, right, OK. That, that bit sorted. Let's move on. And then Golden tears. He's, I think he's got a tear on his muscles. You're just like, you're, you're, he must be wondering sometimes, what have I got to do to catch a break here? However, it does highlight that we already had Holander and Suter already out, so we're already short in that area. And uh, it's football, I suppose these things are gonna these injuries are gonna crop up. But I would I would agree, I think Rangers are gonna need to look at doing something. Whether it's uh I mean Mayo's playing quite well just now out on his loan spell, but again I, I don't think I don't think he's really ready to be a, a first a first team selection at Rangers. Um we'll put it this way if we were going into an old firm game with King and Mayo at the back. I don't think many of us would be feeling pretty chipper about that. Uh, but yeah, we'll be interesting to see this window um, for sure. And if we ever get full details about where Holander is and how long uh, Goldson's injury actually is. Um Right, just before we move on to Dundee, um, Gio was also asked at his presser today about uh, Ryan Kent and Alfredo Morelos signing new deals. Ali, um, Gio says that he's hopeful of them signing new deals. He wants the players to sign new deals, but it's now up to the players to do so. Um, question that I've asked before, and I'll ask again, do you sign both of them? He was asked about Ryan Jack as well. He was the other one. Was he? Yeah, three of them. Ryan Jack was one of them, which is doing the rounds on Twitter at the moment because folk are going, oh God. But he didn't actually say, <laughs> I want to re sign Ryan Jack. It was the three of them are put in. So, um, but yeah, on those two that you're talking about, uh, no, I've said here before, I, no, I would, um, I think we need to move on. We need to rebuild this team. And the two of them, Ryan Kent in particular, has checked out. He's, um, Aye, he's just going through the motions, Ryan Kent, for me. I wouldn't be surprised if he's already agreed terms with a, with a club for next season. I wouldn't be I know legally he can't sign papers till January, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was a done deal that he's going somewhere else. So, nah, and Morelos as well, playing second fiddle to Big Cholak at the minute now. So, would he want to re sign now? Because he is technically our second striker at the moment because Cholak's the main striker. So, but I'd, I'd go back to what I've said in Morelos. He's, he's let us down too many times for me. I love Morelos. I love him to bits. I love Ryan Kent. One of my, two of my favourite players, but they've been at Rangers for a, a while now. And I just think we need to rebuild this team and move on for next season. So the two of them, it's a no for me. If you want to throw Ryan Jack in there, he's another one. I would move on next year. The only way I would keep Ryan Jack next season would be in a year's contract. At an extremely reduced wage. I don't know what he's on, but um, yeah, I would, I would probably move him on too. To be honest, just break. Sorry, my sorry, Carney. Sorry, Carney. <laughs> like, honestly, don't worry. Just stamp all over again, mate. Like, um, Relish and Kent's a weird one. Um, I could go into stuff with Ryan Kent. I, I can see, I can see arguments in that he's chucked it. I can see arguments that he's playing kind of within his own head a wee bit and obviously the contract situation isn't really going to help matters but there's no doubt that he's he's not hit the heights that we would even nearly expect him to hit and um, yeah, the sooner this would be resolved the better. I know we'll never know if he's deciding to leave until it's actually until it actually happens. He's not going to come out and say, oh by the way, cheerio, I'm away uh, at the end of the season unless they, they announce publicly a, a, 
pre-contract uh, in, in January and Morelos it's a tough one because I always thought we would get money for Morelos um, look he's, he's he's made us a lot of money he's made us a lot of memories and it might be an opportunity missed in terms of he's 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 um, not getting anything recruit, recruiting anything back for him, but he only cost us a he only cost us a million. So for everything that Alfredo Morelos has done to get a, a million, we've definitely got more than a million pounds out of him. That's what I'm saying, uh, and I'm, I kind of would agree. I don't think he's going to be particularly happy when um, Trulac scoring all the goals. But I will, I would keep Morelos because I love him. I, I generally love him, and I know he's let us down so many times. But I just I, I can't imagine my Rangers without him just now. So I, I would keep Morelos, but I think I would agree with Ken. I think his time's probably coming to a close. And Ryan Jack, oh, it's so hard, man, because he's I'm a fanboy, but we can't have Ryan Jack for three months, four months, and then injured for three or four months. It's just it's not going to work. It's not practical. So I would I would like I would think he'll probably move on as well and probably stay within Scotland somewhere. Ryan, your thoughts on day three before we move on to the Dundee preview? It's funny listen it's funny listening to you give your opinion here because it was you who said earlier on in the podcast at Lundstrom there is no space for was it loyalty? Ah, no. I know. That's come back and bite you in the arse there, mate. I know, mate. That's come back and bite you. Um, <clears throat> I can't add anything more than Ali said. I completely agree with everything he said. Uh, I would like to see him go, and I would just begin down the negative route explaining why, but every reason why Ali said it, I agree with everything he said there. Um, I can't add any more to it, and Ryan Kent has definitely checked out. I am convinced of that. So yeah, no, you're right. I, I was I was hypocritical of myself there, mate. Um, <laughs> to be completely honest, caught myself out. You caught me out, but yeah, that's just that is just the old the old heartstrings getting pulled there. Um, you're but you're both of these are probably correct. It's probably time for us to to move on and start a new chapter without these players. Uh, and it's time for it's time for a, a, a fresh faces. Uh, time for fresh faces, and I never thought we would get to that point because the recruitment was always steady enough if you know what I mean but now it feels very very still feels like we're very very still just now um, right anyway we'll move on to the preview of the Dundee game we take on Dundee at Ibrooks in the quarterfinal of the league cup Kickoff is 8.15 remember as Ali said at the start ridiculous time to start a game of football midweek but there you go uh, Gio and the presser said it's a trophy we can win domestic cups are very important for me it's important to give something each and to give everything, each competition can be different, but we want to win the League Cup, so we have to be ready for Dundee tomorrow. It's a demanding schedule with the wall with the World Cup. It is important we keep the squad fresh and have rotation where we can. On the team selection and injuries, he said we will rotate the squad tomorrow. We need to find a balance in the load for the players with a small squad at the moment with injuries. We need to be smart. Lowry is playing the B team today, as Ali said, to give to give him minutes and he's close to return to the first team. Uh, Roof is in the squad for tomorrow. Oh my goodness, he is ready for minutes, which uh, we will try and give him. And Ryan, he finished with Tavernier is fit. <laughs> now, this has opened opened a bit of uh, controversy. Look, I think a manager's well within his right to keep his cards close to his chest. Nobody's telling me James Tavernier is 100% fit, because see if he is, this is the worst version of James Tavernier we, we must have ever seen, if he's fully fit. I mean by that, if that's what we're saying, because he's been nowhere near the levels that we would expect from James Tavernier now. So that's a weird statement to make. You've got to trust him, mate. I think 
I think the old social media plays its part. And now I know there was rumor that he had an injury at the beginning of the season, but that that video that we've all seen, I know we've all seen it. Where yeah, the wee wince. Yeah. I know I'm not James Tavier, but I wince every time I'm running or walking, or it's just <laughs> that's what happens when you get to a certain age. And he's he's probably felt something. He's Achilles, or I'd imagine it happens all the time with players. Um, I think we've looked too much into that. If Van Bronckhorst says he's fit, he's fit for me. Um, I don't think Tavia would risk himself either for certain games. I know we've had a, f- a few big games recently, but I think if he thought there was a concern there, he would say, he'd be honest with himself and honest with the manager, and he would say so. In terms of form, he's been, oh, I'm struggling to, I think he's been shocking, mate. I think he's been really poor and. This comes down to recruitment again. We don't have anyone sitting there to push him, to, mm-hmm. to push him on to form. He knows he's going to be playing. Apparently, Devine's a good player. I've not seen enough of him, but apparently he's a decent player. But I don't see I don't see him at, uh, at this stage of his career where Van Bronckhorst or the trust with Van Bronckhorst that he's going to start against Aberdeen or, or such like next week. I just don't see him stepping into first team in a league game. So, And obviously, I had that Zerowski in. That was a disaster signing. That was a what, 600 grand. And I know the boy apparently was homesick, but that was a bit of a disaster sign. We just haven't recruited it right back. And we haven't recruited it right back for years because he's been he's been there for years and just never he's never out of the team. But I think it is time where we look, if we can afford to, look at bringing a right back in that can give Tav a bit of time off. And can put, push him as well. I think we've got a good, even though you know guys I'm on about, Borner, but I think it's a good competitive thing where Yilmaz does look tidy but that'll push Borner and I probably think it has pushed Borner this season because he's had to take his opportunity and I don't think it'd be a bad thing if we had maybe not a four or five million pound player but I think it would need to look at bringing a right back in that can do similar and push Tavernier back into form Yeah, I've generally I've never been uh, I've never been part of the F shake Tav Brigade. Honestly, I, I've never, I've never, I've not seen you at the meetings. <laughs> um, I, I haven't. I, I've always liked him. Um, I appreciate what he's done for the club, and I think the some of the form he's shown has been spectacular. He was up there probably uh, at one point has been generally one of the best right backs in the country. Um, because he was superb. He really was superb, and. He's now committed, obviously committed his future to Rangers pretty much with his new contract. But I, I, there's no way I'm going to give him pass marks for the way he's been playing this season. He's been he's been very poor. And I just found it strange because, Ali, again, maybe this all comes back to the tactical thing that we were speaking about. If Tav is fit, why are we not playing to his strengths? Why are we asking him to come inside all the time? Why are we, why are we not letting him do the overlap? Yeah, it's weird. I, st- I still think... This uh, right hand side in front of him doesn't help him because we're mm. pissing about with that position all the time. Um, but yeah, we, we've if you need, if you look at Rangers, we've been playing down the left hand side. Well, we did against Motherwell. That was our only. You could see Kent got the ball. He waited for Borna to overlap. He would play it. Borna would whip it, and that's what we've been doing. Usually, you get it for both sides with Tav going up and down, and he hasn't been doing it. And yeah, he's he's just another one to have that's unfortunately been shit out of form this season. Yeah, he's got such high standards to have. You're just used to him going up and down there. He's like a machine going up and down there. And he's not done it this season, but he falls into the camp with a lot of players this season. But he's just 
to me is a six out of six out of ten most weeks. To be honest, um, you get the odd flash from him, but he's not been great. But he'll come back for the tab. I'm pretty sure he will. Um, but yeah, but again, it's it's another area of recruitment where we failed again. We had young Parson who was a uh, coming through the the B team, but again, he's a bit of a kind of anomaly in terms of. You're not going to get that all the time. He came through and he could play first team football. Divine probably isn't there at that stage at the moment. What I've seen of Divine, and I've seen him in a B team, um, he's steady enough. But that's all I'll say. He's steady. I think he'll come in and do a job. But could you throw him in like like Ryan saying against a weight Patodri or something? He could probably do it, but I wouldn't be as confident as like when Parson was there. So we need to look at that right hand side, but. I'm sure he'll come back, Tav. It's if Gio says he's not injured, then we we, we need to trust him and say, well, we, he's not injured. Yeah, yeah. You're going, you're going to need to take his word for it. You're going to need his word for it. I think the a lot of people did think he was carrying an injury, myself included. It looked like he he, he was, but to come out and say no, Tav is fit. Then well, Tav is fit. So yeah, I, I I agree. I think Tav's got he's got plenty in the bank, in my opinion. Oh, I don't think it helps the fact that we. You both said that we failed in recruitment in that area, but um, I, I think he'll bounce back for it. He's our captain, so yeah, I, I will, I'll stick by him and hope that he, he pulls back from it. But yeah, it just shows if he is fit, then it's one of the worst runs of form we've ever seen James Tavernier in. I don't think there's any great doubt in that. Um, Dundee themselves, um, they're sitting fourth in the Scottish Championship. Uh, they've had a mixed start of the season, really, uh, but they did win at the weekend with a 2-1 win at home to air. So, Ali, kind of your thoughts ahead of the game? Um, I fully expect Rangers to win tomorrow night, no matter what team we manage to put out or how far he wants to rotate it. I think this is a game that Rangers should be winning Every single day of the week, um, Dundee at home. Uh, so your thoughts, mate, and then your your teams and your score. Yeah, t- t- tomorrow night should be the team. We're playing Dundee of the Championship. That Championship's dead competitive when you look at the the points in terms of the who's up the top down to about seventh or eighth. They're all within a few points each other, so it's competitive that league. Um, I used to take Dundee in my cooking most weekends because <laughs> they usually do. Well, many, they done. many cookings you had in this what this year? None. Uh, zero. So <laughs> I do not take that <laughs> advice off of me. Um, but um, but no, I mean, Dundee will be probably one of the favourites to 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 compete in that championship to maybe win it, get in the playoffs. So, um, but we should be taking care of Dundee more regardless who we play. So, yeah, my team tomorrow, the goalkeeper, which has been a bit of a. Oh, I I, pers- I personally would play McCrory tomorrow. But he'll play McLaughlin. So it'll be McLaughlin goals, a back four. Strap yourself in here, Ryan. Um, Divine at right back. King, Davies, because I think we just need to play the two of them. They need to play together as much time as we can. Ryan's Turkish delight, Yilmaz at left back. He's in there. Um, Steve Davis sitting. Charlie McCann just in front. Tillman playing where he should be. Matondo on the left. Sakala on the right. And Morelos through the middle. And I'm going to go 4-0 Rangers. Alfredo Morelos to score the first goal. Mm, like That's a positivity. It, I like it. Yeah, I did say, I actually forgot they said we'd maybe mention the, the goalkeeping situation of what's going on here. Um, 
I too would pick McCrory to play tomorrow night. Um, what's the point in giving the boy an, an extended contract if you're not intending on playing him? However, it could be Rangers trying to protect themselves as well uh, at the other end of that. And yeah, look, it's been up and down with McGregor recently. Um, there is mistakes there. You could go through very many. You could go through many mistakes from the the seven one game that McGregor made, and. <sighs> I do think he should do better with the Motherwell, the Motherwell um, goal. He, he takes a step the wrong way and it catches him out. That's a freak goal. It is a freak goal, but I do still think... if it, I think if that was McLaughlin, people would be screaming for McGregor for McLaughlin to get dropped. So, um, it is McGregor. He's got the most credit of probably any player on that team in the bank, but I do think there's wee mistakes starting to creep in. So, I, me personally, I would pick McCrory um, to start tomorrow night. Divine, King... Davies the same for the same reasons you said, Ali. Uh, Davies, um, uh, Yilmaz, Atoyed Brat, Kamara, Davis. I think I'll play Kamara because he's hardly played. Is he fit Kamara? Um, is he fit Kamara? Well, he didn't mention him in the presser. Right, well, that's the reason, right, okay. Maybe he isn't. Maybe he isn't. If he isn't fit, then it'll be, I'd imagine it'll be Davis, McCann, the same. I'm the same as you going forward from there. Uh, Tillman, Matondo, Sakala, and Morelos. And our. Uh, I'll go 3-0 Rangers and Mr. Waka Waka to score the first goal. Um, Ryan, your team and your thoughts on the goalkeeping situation as well while you're at it, mate? Um, I've seen I've seen them make the goal back once. I it looks as if it looks as if McGregor should have came for it, definitely. Again, it was a kind of a half slow motion thing. So I've not seen it in full in full speed, but yes, it's a free it's a freak goal. However, his performance obviously against Liverpool, I think there's maybe one or two goals in there where he could have done better with. Again, we've said this all pod, the consistent theme is recruitment. I've said it a few times I thought we would have brought a goalkeeper in, whether McGregor signed or not. <clears throat> and I think that's where we're caught out again. Um however, I agree with you, I think McGregor's got more credit in the bank and it's a similar situation to Tavernier where McGregor will pull three or four worldies out and then if he gives a goal away let's hope it's not a critical goal that's the way I'll look at it at the moment because he's possibly lacking in form or it's just age with him but he more than he gives us so many good moments so I'll, I'm, I'm sticking with McGregor but he's not playing tomorrow night <laughs> 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 I, am, I think John McLaughlin has to play or his Rangers career's over because he obviously had a howler at Celtic Park, taken straight out of the team. If you don't play tomorrow night, then when do you play John McLaughlin? Because for me, then Robbie McCrory has got the number two jersey. So I think John McLaughlin's got to play. Um, so it's him for me. Then it's Divine, King, Davies, Yilmaz. I've went for, and this is the midfield I want to see, I've went for Sands, who never plays centre midfield, and that is his, that's his position. He's an actual centre-half, Ryan. <laughs> oh, I know, I forgot. I forgot. You've also, I you've also, but you've also then got zero cover at centre-half. Yes, that is true, but there'll be an emergency signing brought in at half-time. So <laughs> is it you? Is you, you the, you the emergency centre-half? Oh, it's Scotia. Absolutely not. Did I not tell you in the group chat that I was playing against a night under-15 and under-13s on Sunday night and... Oh, see, it was like Harvey Price chasing um, Mo Salah. It's horrible. <laughs> uh, I've went for Sands, McCann, midfield, 
and I've went for Matondo, Tillman where he should be, and I've gone for Scott Wright on the right hand side, and then Morelos. I don't know whether I, for, I forgot about Sakala or not, but I think Gio forgot about Sakala at the weekend, if I'm being honest. I didn't see him not playing. So, yeah, I've gone for that, and I've gone 3-1 Rangers, and I think an Alfredo Morelos hat-trick, it's about time he turned up and just gave Gio something to think about and something to cheer about as well, because I think we need a big performance from somebody if not the whole team or a big result, we need something. I know a big result wouldn't be 3-1 against Dundee, but we need a performance soon because the crowd on Sunday were very, very angry and there was a lot, a lot of abuse getting shouted at Rangers players. I was very surprised to hear it. And I think that needs to change soon for the, for them to stick with the team. So, Alfredo Morelos that trip tomorrow night. I'll take it and strap yourself in for a lineup of Davis, Arfield, and Kamara in the midfield, and we'll be completely wrong. <laughs> uh, that tends to be what ha- tends to be what happens. So yes, um, for tonight that will do us. Ali, thank you very much for your time tonight, mate, and I'll see you tomorrow. No problem. I'll see you tomorrow. Um, I can't believe Ryan says done deals got tomorrow. I look, so I'm not going to do any of my wild <laughs> predictions that I did for that Ross County game, but. Um, yeah, looking forward to tomorrow night and Saturday as well. It's a three o'clock Saturday kickoff, which we all love. So, um, as I say all the time, it's over to you, Rangers, again. <laughs> yes, Ryan, thanks very much for tonight, mate. Cheers, boys. Hope you enjoy the game. Hopefully we get a, a victory and a performance. I want the two of them tomorrow night. Um, and then we are a trip, what, aye, semi-final trip, trip to Hamden again, mate. That's how close we are to our trophy, so... Positive only ways up. That's the way to look at it. Well, no, because then it'll be near my jail's chat, mate. <laughs> well, trust oh, me, I won't be that positive. Uh, <clears throat> uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in tonight. Uh, as always, uh, please do like the videos. Please subscribe to the channel. That would be great. Wherever you listen to us, if you could drop us a wee five-star rating as well, that would be much appreciated. We will be back tomorrow night with uh, some form of reaction after the game. So we are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. Cheers, everybody. Podcast Network.